a lot of y'all already heard me tell the story, but I got me fucked up this week because I'm a fat ass and <laughs> I slit my pants in the front. <laughs> I was balls to the wall, coochie hanging all out. Good thing I wore drawers to work because my whole spot was just open. <laughs> girl, it, girl, it's a good thing it's wintertime and you weren't commando because your, right. your monkey would have been hanging out. It would, listen, and I'm like, uh, before y'all asked me what I was doing, I wasn't doing nothing extraneous. I was sitting at my desk eating a sandwich, and I split my pants. <laughs> I was eating a sandwich, and I'm like, okay, so I was eating a sandwich, and I was on a conference call, so I'm on mute, and I'm eating, and I'm like, I hear something pop, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I look down, and my pants was just ripped in the front. So my co-worker comes over, and she's like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. So I stand up, and she was like, oh, bitch, it's that bad. You need to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) bitch, Your pants is ripped. No. That's how bad it was. I don't want to be fat no more. I don't want to be. Uh uh-uh. uh. I can't do it. Mm mm. Mm mm. I was I'm playing games. I gotta stop. Yeah. Thick again, but see, my thickness is really funny because whenever I be eating a lot or whatever, uh-huh. it all sits on my belly and I can't have it. <laughs> and genetically, I cannot have a big butt. And a flat stomach at the same time, so I sacrifice. Yeah. For the good of the Okay. <laughs> but my little pudge is starting to come back. A bitch can't have it because you can't be skinny and have the belly. You that's body type. Hopefully, I'll I, really I see. I see chicks like that all the time, and I'm like, I don't know. I need you to pick a struggle. Like, are you pregnant or are you just fat? Like, I can't. I don't know how to take you right now. Because if the fat won't distribute evenly, you got to stay skinny. You have to. It's the rules. You do. You do. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's unbecoming. It's not, it's just not what we're about. Right. So I've had it under control. But um, I think my period's on the way. And... (laughs) So, yeah, things starting to get a little plump, so I need to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> I've been eating good lately. Mm. I've been eating real good lately. I'm going to get summer bodies together. <laughs> I don't need a summer body. I need a spring body. Somewhere in the middle of summer and fall. Right. Right. Like, I need a spring body. I just need my body to just look nice and whatever the fuck I put on. <laughs> <laughs> Without having to wear all that extra shit. Without having to throw on that Gurcho, girl, I over it. Gosh, buckle your body down. It is ridiculous. <laughs> buckle your body down? <laughs> well, like, buckle down. Like, yeah, we need to on 
comes and she comes back. I put on one time. I had on two goddamn Gertos. I had one oh, no. that you pull up under your waist, and I had a whole little bodysuit underneath. Curl, I sucked it in, and I was oh, like, no. "Oh fuck no, never again, no more." I can't. It's not. It's not going to live. And then it'd be cutting off the circulation in my thighs. Right. Girl, pass out and die. And the older I get, the less and less I. I'd like. Why do I even wear underwear? <laughs> and she's like, no point. All this shit is just a waste. I just exactly. want to be free. That's it. Um, it's all the way, honey. So, girl, you know who got me fucked up this week? Is it Jorge? Girl, no. So oh. I was at work, right? Uh-oh. You don't get to that hope. So I was at work, and um, we were having a meeting, and one of the things that had happened um, in January was that uh, something was supposed to go on our website, new prices was supposed to go on our mm-hmm. website, and it didn't go up. So I talked to the team that I'm responsible for, who's responsible for the web and the database and all that stuff. And, you know, just kind of chalked it up to, okay, maybe this was, you know, the new team lead first year here. Maybe she didn't know. So um, pretty much it just was like get it done and, you know, we'll keep moving. I said, but it would be nice to know that um, maybe in the future we, when it's time to do that, we get the other teams who are responsible for getting this information, get them mm-hmm. to put it all in a spreadsheet and then email it to us, or they be responsible for creating it and putting it up in there themselves. Mm-hmm. And we doing it right. So I made Simple a suggestion, enough. and right, this guy is all like, well, why, you know, we have a formal process. I said, yeah, we do, but for whatever reason, it didn't work this year. So I'm just asking the question. Right. And then so, like, he just was really, like, started raising his voice. He slammed his coffee mug on the table. And that's what I Isn't looked at him. Isn't that like, serious? Oh, I looked at girl, and I looked at him, too. And for whatever reason, I just was really in my zen. So I just saw that he was getting agitated, but I didn't give a fuck. Because I was like, I'm not doing anything to agitate you. I'm asking right. a simple question. And then, like, I just didn't care. I just kept going. So. The girl who's acting was like, okay, well, maybe we'll take a break. And maybe, you know, she was trying to throw out suggestions. And I was like, no, I want to know why we can't do it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. So when he was just saying all this stuff, another girl who's an admin was like, it's too early in the morning for this. I was like, sis, come through, okay? And I was looking mm-hmm. at him, and he made some comment. And I was like, no, he's, I don't mean to be crass and rude, but I said, but you're going to say it anyway. You gonna say it anyway? And so he said something. It was real silly, whatever it was. He said, "Well, I said, yeah. Well, I don't mean to be crass or rude, but I think it should." Oh. And then they were just like, "Okay, well, let's move on." And I was like, "Yeah," because he's saying that that coffee um, cup down. I said, "I don't like that." Right. Like you're not gonna slam shit at me on the table and all that. Because I mean, it took everything in me not to pick up his cup and launch it at his head. Like, bitch. Who does he think he's talking to? Like, first right. of all, ain't no children in here. Right, I don't give a fuck what you a girl. I could have did all kinds of shit and just really acted ignorant, but I didn't. And when I um, was talking to the two black ladies um, in my office who were also there, they were like, girl, 
we are so bad that you did not go see the girl with him. And, uh, you know, he was so calm <laughs> and cool because I was like, yeah, because you know that shit would have went left. And I slapped him, hauled off and slapped him in his face. And everybody was right. looking at you all crazy. So, but then you would have been to, to blame. I would have been your angry black woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I went to talk to my boss about something else, she brought it up and was like, I'm going to talk to him about that. I don't think that was, you know, um, proper and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because I was like, we're all going through stuff and we all have issues. I said, but um, we don't take it out on other people. I was mm-hmm. like, and I don't raise my voice with people in the office because I've never raised my voice with any of them. I never really had to. I was like, I speak to people a certain way. The only time I'm going to raise my voice with you is you start yelling first. That's it. Right, right. But I was like, you know, I was like, it was uncalled for. I'm not having it. And so then he all came to my desk the next day because she was like, I'm going to talk to him. I was like, can we talk? And I was like, not really. Like, I really didn't want to talk to him, but I was like, fine, whatever. Hurry up, Mr. White Man, say what you're going to say. And so he was all like, yeah, I just want to say, you know, like, I want to apologize about yesterday. I know you have a tough job, and I should, and I was like, mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, like, when I feel like I'm not being heard, you know, I lash out. And I was like, well, I get that, but I'm having a difficult time, too. I've had some personal things that I've had to deal with. I said, and I don't treat people like that, and I don't act that way in the office. I said, so that's just not acceptable. But for right. this one time, we just count it as water under the bridge. And I didn't right. say, but I was like, the next time you do that, I'm going to slap the shit. I started to really go through it. I was like, no, nah. no, nah, this is like, we'll, we'll count this as water under the bridge. And I left. But I already, my mom already made up like, nigga, I don't fuck with you like that no more. Exactly. Like, it's over. It's a wrap. Like, before, like, we, him and I, we worked closely together because I monitor, I'm a monitor on um, a few of his contracts. So I actually make sure the work gets done. So I talk mm-hmm. with him, you know, a fairly amount, a good amount of time. But after that, I was like, oh, bitch, no. Yeah, I'll, nah. I'll see if you. I'll right. see if you. Like, we really got to do this. So I just, you know, I, I can't cool, but he's he's going to see. Like, he's like, yeah, it's water under the bridge, but you're still on my bad side, and um, it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, fucking forever. forever. You're right. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nah. coffee I love, I was like, who are you slamming that coffee? The fuck? I, listen, no, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm happy for you because I'm happy that you didn't go to that level because I know I would have. Like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the first nothing. thing I would have been like, "Who the fuck is you slamming this coffee cup at?" And then I would have been no, like, "Oh, girl, you at work." I want the fuck out that coffee cup. That little bitch ass girl started to cut that coffee cup out. I yeah, like I want to. A part of me probably would have been like, "Nigga, is you shaking the table?" Like, I was like. I wanted to be like your bitch ass, punk ass, sucker ass, break you in your face ass, coffee cup ass, mug ass, mug. I wanted to cut that cup out. I wanted right. to cut all kinds of fuck boys and bitches and suck my balls. Girl, you eat my home and calm down. But I really had to hold you up, mother. I had to. I had to, but girl. I said, let me tell you something. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to go back into this, but. Penis is a magical sedative girl, and <laughs> if I didn't have none, I wouldn't have got through that. That's all I got to say. 
It cures everything. <laughs> it is a surreal. It's a sedative for real. Because oh, I was imagining, like, girl, like, sis, you mad? I was off the camera on, you mad? You mad? Ah, you mad? But I really want to know. <laughs> In my office, sometimes they'd be mad. I'd be like, you're mad. And, you know, they're always trying to hold it together. But I'd be like, mm-hmm. I just want to put them in to call me a nigga one day. Like, that would be, like, everything. So I can sue and retire. Fuck that. Listen, if it, oh, if it could just happen. Oh gosh, that would be like the best. I I would listen. I would have so many emotional issues afterwards. I would be so triggered. I would get the best doctors that they settlement money can buy. Like. Y'all got to pay me to go away. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be walking around that bitch like I own it. Like, I'm not doing nothing today. You know why? Because he called me a nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not showing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not showing I'm not showing <laughs> Oh, I bet you he he he'll be careful in the future. That's for damn oh, sure. Honey. He don't know. He just don't know. I'll be cold as ice to him. He ain't. They're not even gonna be ready. Oh well. Mhm. Fuck him for life. I was old. Exactly. I was like, oh, it ain't bad. It ain't never gonna be Anyway, so uh, let's let's get into Jorge Lopez. Oh, girl. Oh, bitch. What is going on mm-hmm. with uh, this guy? Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. George Lopez was on stage, and he was doing his routine mm-hmm. where he made a comment about how, you know, old school Latinas don't bring, you know, black people home and you know, recall, blah, 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 blah. I said there was a lady in the audience who was offended by his comment and gave him the finger. And then he proceeds to call her all kinds of bitches and tells her to sit her ass down. So I was like, okay. So everyone's all in the uproar. Now, I did a little extra digging, and I think, number one, this is all starting to make sense to me. Uh, I think his reaction to her was a little um, of that machismo, misogyny that um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. men they have. Excuse me. Um, so it may have been from that, but I think her reaction too, um, from what I understand, is that she was of black and Mexican descent. Yes, she is. So it made sense as to why something like would offend her because, you know, that is her makeup, and you're saying, you know, that. It's not, and I'm pretty sure she's a proud Latina and proudly black, so you're coming mm-hmm. at her from both sides. So it all makes sense, but um, the backlash of it all has left uh, a bad taste in people's mouths for George Lopez. <clears throat> so let's see. Let's see. So I read the, I read the, the synopsis on Very Smart Brothers. 
Um, during a recent show in Phoenix, Lopez joked, there are still two rules in the fucking Latino family. Don't marry somebody black and don't park in front of our house. This prompted a black woman near the stage to stand up and flip Lopez, the rare double-fisted bird. Lopez responded by sitting the next minute or so berating her, telling her to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up and eventually kicking her out. Okay, mm-hmm. so was the joke the problem here? No, it was a perfectly standard race-related joke from a comedian. Whether you personally find Lopez and or his joke funny or offensive <clears throat> is inconsequential. Nothing about the joke itself was egregious. Telling a joke about racism doesn't make the joke or the comedian racist. The right. issue here was his reaction. Admittedly, I imagine that a person giving me the finger while in front of me would be distracting, but I also imagine a stand-up veteran like Lopez has experienced much worse. It was a standard joke that received a standard heckle. If her reaction was a bit of an overreaction, and it was, his reaction was a nuclear reaction to that overreaction. Considering the abundance of context here, the numerous examples of black women treated and regarded with a ferocity and violence that non-black women probably wouldn't have received in those same circumstances, who also can't help but wonder if Lopez felt empowered to go extra hard on her because she was black. Ironically, he accused her of not being able to take a joke. So the only angry person here seemed to be him. So He totally could have took the D.L. Hughley approach and just joked her. Like, that's how you handle a heckler. All this other stuff that he was doing is just, you, he's out of line. He's out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so, <clears throat> a lot of people stopped fucking with George Lopez because his wife gave him his liver and then he divorced her like some years afterward and everybody <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, that's why a lot of people stopped fucking with him. Like, he's a terrible person. I mean- just because you give me a liver doesn't mean we obligated to stay together, but I digress. Serious, <laughs> okay? No. Excuse me. So people have their reasons for not liking him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I dislike George Lopez. But I think in this context, again, I'm hypersensitive. Um, and I, one thing that I even noticed, I am hypersensitive now in public around other minorities, given the climate. Um, I am more likely to, um, be nice, help them out, or, I mean, I've done these things before, but now I just feel extra compelled and to be vigilant for if someone's giving them dirty looks or if someone is going to be mean to them or look like they're going to attack them. I just feel um, I just feel hyper-vigilant and protective over all minorities at this point in time. I don't. Go ahead. But, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I do, like, if I'm in public and I see a white person berating Latino, I'm sorry, I'm going to speak up. Now, if that Latino person turns around and says, don't help me, nigger, oh, fuck no, girl. And see, I I think I look at everybody like you could be, I don't know, like I just, I'm looking, I'm giving everybody the side eye in this this Mm -hmm. time that we're in because you don't know who stands for what now. Like, I don't know. Right, and it's all about what you stand for. And my concern, you know, George Lopez, you know, I don't want to say that he's not worked with other black comedians 
or um, he worked with Kevin Hart. Right, and he's giving props to other black comedians. He knows who the kings of comedy are. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not. Uh, um, well, who is that? Um, that real obnoxious asshole who's in that Lance Gross movie who makes those racist jokes. His name is Mensa. I don't know. Oh, I can't. Oh, fuck. Somebody's going to listen to this and remember uh, this. It was the movie with Forrest Whitaker, Lance Gross, America Ferrara, and um, Lance Gross and America were getting married. And her, she was a Latina family, and of course she was marrying a black guy, and it was a big thing. And then, of course, when his family found out he was marrying a Latina, it was a whole big thing. So I cannot remember his name, but he's a jerk. Oh, Lord, I've, I've, I've blocked him from my memory. But I don't recall ever having any reading or seeing anybody having any of these issues with him racially. Mm-hmm. So I will say I'm disappointed that he did that. Right. And I don't want to see anybody calling a black woman a bitch. I'm I'm going to take offense to that, and I'm going to – that's a problem for me. Yeah. Yeah, he he definitely handled it the wrong way. I just I think these comedians blur the line though a lot. They they do, and then mm-hmm. they try to blame it on oh well you just can't take a joke, and it's like well, at what point do we stop calling this a joke and call it for what it is? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. because where I is that divide at? Yeah, because um. I used to watch Bill Maher all the time until um, I stopped watching maybe like a couple years ago. And it was for a number of reasons. Um, But one of the things I did not like the way he talked about Islam. And how he was supposed to talk at a school and the students protested like we don't want him to address us for our commencement because um, he regularly commits hate speech. And he was like, what hate speech? And they were like, the way you talk about Islam is hate speech. You're Islamist. Mm-hmm. And so his whole thing is like, oh, this PC culture, and you all can't, you know, you don't. And it's like, no, 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 no. We know what's funny. They're mm-hmm. not, they don't appreciate what you're saying because there also is a consequence to what you say. Right. And it's dangerous. It's not funny because this is life and death for people who practice Islam. Right. And for you to, to to be fighting to be able to make these comments in this climate is just dangerous. And so you need to feel some type of responsibility or you know, for what you say. And for him it was mm-hmm. losing out on a speaking engagement at a school. And I was like, I applaud those kids. You know, I I think yeah. they did the right thing. They stick to what they believe in like those are their classmates that you're talking about, their friends. And those yeah, things, I'm pretty you sure, can't. you know, you know, they work very hard, and you know, they they don't deserve that, right? So, I, I mean, I'm I'm okay with like making. How can I explain it? Like, I'm okay with making jokes about different races. Like, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, or how to articulate it, but like. When it comes to a person's safety and when it comes to just how, you know, people of color have to operate day to day just to survive, that's not funny to me. It's just not. So, you know, I don't know. I just, 
in in this particular instance, it was just him like just bashing her, which is not cool. But you can't you can't get upset with her. You know, you can't. Everybody's not going to agree with your jokes, and that's okay. And you you will have hecklers. And like I said, he could have took the D.L. Hughley approach, and he could have joked her. He could have turned it back on her, or he could have just ignored her. But berating her and calling her out her name that was too much. It was too far. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that and then say, "Oh, you guys just don't know how to take a joke." No, it, it wasn't funny. Yeah, not to mention. <laughs> You know, a lot of comedians swear, oh, this PC culture, this PC culture. No, I think what it is is that there are certain stereotypes that people just are not going to promote anymore. Right. Or let me promote anymore. They're right. just going to be pushback on certain things. And I think this is just a lot of the sign of the times and it's a lot of growing pains for a lot of people because, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, well, I'm old school and we did this. And it's like, yeah, honey, but it's called change your guy. Okay. Exactly. Just because you you've always to. done it that way doesn't mean it's right. Exactly. Or that you can't do it a different way. Right. And, you know, the people who aren't continuing to, you know, stay engaged and learn and enlighten themselves and evolve, you know, it's going to be diff- more difficult for you the older you get. And I'm noticing this even in the workplace. So we talk about this all the time. You know, there are people in the workplace, they don't even know how to use spreadsheets. Listen, listen, I cannot stand the older people at my job, mainly the executives who can't operate Excel. Listen, they get on my nerves. I'm like, why are you here? Right. Why? Who? Where is your leadership? Who's Who's responsible for you? Oh gosh. Ugh. I don't agree. In the workplace, girls, um, you just be raising beach. That's gonna be a chapter in my book. I'll die to be at the workplace. Girl, that still needs to be written. I'll die to be in the workplace. Lord, let's talk offline. Um, okay, here we go. Alright, that's me. Oh, that reminded me of, um, (laughs) what you just did reminded me of David (laughs) from Real World. (laughs) He was like, I'm gonna be my baby tonight. It is so. Just go watch the whole season if you can. It is hilarious. 
It's so good. Mm-hmm. Listen, the real world was everything. It was, mm-hmm. it defined, honestly, it defined a generation and it birthed reality TV. Like, who knew? Yeah. yeah. But I remember that true story. <laughs> Which is that one? That was season two with the, um, the white dude, um, the cowboy. What was his name? John? Trinsley. Oh, I kind of remember. He was in the house with Irene the cop and Tammy and um, um, the Irish dude, David Dominic. David See, I remember, I remember Tammy, David. I remember... See, I just remember Tammy and David. And Heather, Heather B was in that one too, right? No, Heather B was the first season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna make me go. You gonna make me go back. <laughs> no. Oh, so okay. Let me put these damn chips down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love some vinegar chips, girl. You gonna end up getting a booty, dude. Girl, shut up. <laughs> I, I, listen, I cannot afford booty do. I had booty do before. <laughs> and I was like, this has got to stop. Right. <laughs> the big reason whites are richer than blacks in America. Let's get into it. Inheritance matters a lot more than previously thought. Guess who's getting the lion's share? So, you know, maybe, I don't know. I just, I just, I just not here for white America writing the shit that we knew 500 years ago. But okay, yeah, like it's all brand new to them, even though we've been saying this for decades. Honey, okay. The gap between blacks and whites in income is big, but nowhere near as big as the gap in wealth. According to the Federal Reserve Survey of Consumer Finances as of 2013, the median white household had $13 in net wealth for every $1 in net wealth of the median black household. For whites versus Latinos, the gap was only a bit smaller, 10 versus a dollar. A new study trashes most of the conventional explanations and solutions for the wealth gap. It's called the asset value of whiteness, understanding the racial wealth gap. It's by researchers at Brandeis University and a public policy group called Demos. The table of contents says it all. Attending college does not close the racial wealth gap. Raising children in two-parent households does not close the racial wealth gap. Working full-time does not close the racial wealth gap. Spending less does not close, does not close the racial wealth gap. Amen. Can we please? I just want to take a moment. I want you niggas to listen to this shit right here because I want you to stop with this motherfucking shit. We're going to debunk these myths right here. If you just did this, if you just did that, or you don't do If y'all shame. If you stop buying Jordans, if you stop buying purses, that shit will never get you rich, so quit it. Like, you'll never, you still, you still won't have as much as white people have. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't understand. You're talking about centuries of wealth. Right, right. Centuries. It's okay. built into the system. Like you, there's no amount of limited shopping that you could do that would get you to the level that white people have generationally. Is that a word? Generationally, mm-hmm. you just 
they're they're born into this. Yes, not to mention those same finance companies that you're buying your reasonable car from charge you more interest than white. More regardless of what the credit score is. That's not getting to the fact that you don't even make as much as they do doing the same exact job Mm -hmm. and you have more education than they do. Exactly. So, yes, from the top, attending college does not close the racial wealth gap. Raising children in a two-parent household does not close the racial wealth gap. It won't do Stop shopping single mothers out here. Working full-time does not close the racial wealth gap. Spending less does not close the racial racial wealth gap. So can we please stop shaming people? I uh, can we Jesus. I'm over it. And can we just let's just stop telling people how to spend their own money unless they specifically ask you for financial advice. Just stop. Just stop mm-hmm. it. Yes. Please, because nobody is. In some ways, this report is a myth-buster. It's looking at popular assumptions and challenging them. The Associate Director for Policy Research at Demos and co-author of the study said in an interview, check college attendance. Getting higher education helps African Americans earn more money and accumulate more wealth, of course. Even so, the median white adult who attended college has 7.2 times the wealth of the median black adult who attended college, according to the study. Likewise, with working full-time and raising children in a two-parent household, whites who do those things have greater wealth than blacks who do those things. It's natural to assume that if blacks have less wealth, it's because they're doing less saving, i.e., more of each dollar of income is going to consumption. The opposite is the case, according to the Duke University study published last year and cited by the authors. At every income level, blacks spend less than similarly situated whites, the Duke researchers found. Retail Mm -hmm. decertification is in racially segregated neighborhoods, restricted access to affordable credit for blacks, and consumer racial discrimination, we argue, result in lower overall spending for blacks at all income levels, they said. And you look at the quality of some of the stores in, in our neighborhoods. And how he's like, oh, I gotta go to the white neighborhood to go, you know, to the nice store. Yeah. Or... So yeah, I'm just because like where we live at, like just take our town center for example. There is, um, oh my gosh, there is that anthropology store. There is that West West Elm. There is um, basically a bunch mm-hmm. of non-nigga stores. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're, right. you know, you're not going to get no DTLR in town center where we are. You're not going to get right. any no urban rainbow. stores here. Right. That, you're not going to get any of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because now you go to their stores and they dress in their mannequins like rainbow chicks. You right. know, like, it's just wild. Right. It's crazy. And they spend in oogobs of money to look like, what a twenty dollars from Rainbow will get you, but you know black people love to pull up them pictures of white folks saying, "Oh, look at this! He's a really, he's a billionaire. He's wearing a plain old shirt. Like he probably spent eight hundred dollars on that." Exactly. Shirt. Yeah, people always say that eight hundred fucking dollars shirt because he can afford. He can buy fifteen eight hundred dollars shirts at once. Exactly. And it's, it's nothing. Shut the fuck up. If somebody want to buy a dollar t shirt, let them. Okay. They say that about Listen. Steve Jobs. They said it about uh, what's the little nigga from Facebook? Zuckerberg. They, Mark Zuckerberg. They say it about what? him, and it's like, chill out, Jazzo. Like it, you don't even know how much he really paid on those shirts. 
Right, that shirt, it looked dingy and whatever, but Simon Cowell had the same shirt that he wore over and over again, but each shirt was like $500. Yeah. Like, they weren't no, they like, be like, they don't, even, they don't shop, motherfucking Bill Gates ain't going to no motherfucking Macy's, my nigga. They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to Nordstrom to blow right. 80 bucks in a shirt. A fucking a Cambodian milk. With, with breast milk, <laughs> don't the the report is depressing. Bottom line, for people of color, working ourselves to the bone and doing all the right things is getting us nowhere. Fortune senior editor Ellen McGirt wrote in a commentary on Fortune.com. So what does account for the racial gap in wealth? Traub admits that we haven't fully penetrated the mystery. One powerful factor seems to be that whites are five times as likely as blacks to receive substantial gifts and inheritance, and the mm-hmm. sums they get tend to be much larger. The money can be used to jumpstart further wealth accumulation, for example, by enabling white families to buy homes and begin acquiring equity earlier in their lives, the study says, which is true. Mm-hmm. The result is that whites' wealth advantage and blacks' disadvantage gets passed down from generation to generation, which means What's that What sucks, though, because with, with that whole housing thing, even mm-hmm. if you do buy a house, if you're black and you buy a house at a younger age, you're not going to get the same rate that the white person got. You're not, if you're in, if you're in, if you buy your house in a all-black or predominantly black neighborhood, the value of your home, it could be the same exact house. The value of your home will not be as much as the house in the predominantly white neighborhood. So, again, you're at a disadvantage. Right, and they talk just about that. They say the result is that white's wealth advantage and black's disadvantage gets passed down from generation to generation, which means mm-hmm. that forms of racial discrimination that happened in the past, like redlining, continue to show up in bank accounts today. Mm-hmm. Discrimination isn't just a problem of the past. She points to another study she co-wrote on racial steering in mortgages. In 2012, for example, Wells Fargo and Company paid at least $175 million to settle allegations that it steered thousands of black and Latino borrowers mortgages when non-Hispanic white borrowers with similar credit profiles received prime loans. Prosecutors mm-hmm. called the steering a racial surtax. The black tax is what we call it at work. Mm-hmm. Well, Fargo admitted no wrongdoing. Hmm. Listen, Wells Fargo has issues of their very own. <laughs> like they stay in the news for doing some fucked up stuff. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but that um that you know I wanted it to go on. Now this you get the gist, and for yeah. them to say they haven't done anything to it, it's like honestly, white people have not been wanting to know. Just like when you like when. People ask you, like, oh, where you're from and, you know, if you're African-American. I say African-American because I recognize that I'm a descendant of African slaves who were stolen and brought here. I don't know where they were from, but I know that that's where I come from and why I'm here and I'm black to this day. But I'm also American because I don't know anything else. Yeah, so I say black maybe- American. I, I claim Africa. It's, it's, I'm like people who look like me are not indigenous to this region. I see. Well, our ancestors may date back to that. I just don't. I specifically reserve African American 
for my friends or people that I know, or even if I don't know, that are from, their parents are from Africa or they were born Africa and, you know, they were basically raised here, but they are African. That's what I call them, African-Americans. As for me, I just I'm just a regular old black. <laughs> like I I don't I don't know my roots and I need to fig find them out, but I don't know. I just and Africans have an issue with us saying that we're African. That's a whole nother thing too. They're not gonna stop me. Oh no, 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 no. They're not gonna stop me. <laughs> They're not right. gonna stop me. I can claim that I can claim it all the fuck I want to. And see that's yeah, you can. I can and I will because yeah. you know I've talked to Africans about why like what did they ever teach you or tell you about the transatlantic slave trade and they was like nothing like mm-hmm. in your schools they didn't teach you about it. they were like no we didn't learn about it we heard that oh and you know over there or in that part or down there you know people disappear but nobody said anything yeah and I was it was too like, busy huh. teaching them not to um not to fuck with the black men out here because they'll get you pregnant and they'll leave you. And that's out of the African's mouth. What? That's what they're teaching them. Yes, they're teaching them do not mess with black black American men because they will get you pregnant and they will leave you. Oh, bitch, but... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, the hate, is, the hate goes too deep. <laughs> The hate just goes, it goes way too deep. We're hated on every, like, girl. (laughs) The hate is is just. Girl, I'm tripping over my patty right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mess. It's a mess. Oh goodness! I don't even remember how we got on this. I'm laughing so hard. Me either. <laughs> um, um. Oh, we were talking about this. Okay. So, but anyway, um, like when you do that assignment at work, I remember. Oh my goodness, that we had to do that um, assignment in school, like where you're from. And so I remember my sister was just like, "I'm doing, you know, something on Virginia." and D.C. because my mom's from Virginia and my dad is from D.C. Mm-hmm. And so I remember she came home and the teacher had failed the class because they was like, no, where are you from? And so everybody was like, we from where we were slaves. We don't know where the fuck we from. Like, what are you talking about? So mm-hmm. we went up there and my mother was one of the parents who caught up there and raised hell. And so the grade was dropped and we never had to do those assignments again in our high school. But I do Good. know that for um, most kids who go to predominantly, like, white schools and shit like that, they be doing those assignments, and parents, yeah, be like, we don't, you know, you have to go in there and pull up whatever state your parent, your great, your ancestors were enslaved in. Because slave masters didn't keep records. We weren't allowed to read. When we got here, the first thing they did was beat the language out of us. Right. It was illegal to speak, you know, your language. You had to speak English at all times. So, yeah, child, it's, yeah, yeah, they'd be fucking up. But you want to read about a real fuck up? 
I'm ready. Honey, <laughs> these are our church announcements, honey. Oh, oh, govern yourself accordingly. <laughs> govern yourself accordingly, you know, because we're about to. But real quickly, pass that plate another more time, because uh, <laughs> I'm stopping this reading this. Y'all going to want me to pray extra hard over you, pray that you don't, you know, succumb to this type of simpleness. Okay. I mean, the author says the story is ridiculous. Like, it's just it's in the it's in the bylines. This story yeah. is ridiculous. So, <clears throat> back in November, it was reported that Buffalo Bills running back Reggie Bush, who is married to Lilith Avogin, whatever fuck, allegedly got another woman pregnant. That woman is Monique Exposito, who is also married. Reports indicated that Bush tries to tried to give her $3 million to keep quiet and get an abortion. Instead, she kept the money, and she just recently gave birth. <laughs> she was visibly upset that neither Bush nor her husband, who was divorcing her, bothered to show up to see their potential kids. According to Bossop, she has no clue who the father of the child is and stated to friends it could be one of four athletes or maybe even her husband. That includes Alonzo Mourning, boxer Wait, Steve Woodall. her husband? It could be her husband's baby. So oh, this is a come up. Go ahead. <laughs> her list, Alonzo Mourning, boxer Steve Woodall, Marlins, Giancarlo Stanton, Reggie Bush, and her husband, Alex Bastion. Exposito was also upset that the child didn't come out with dark skin like she had hoped. As a result, she is now in doubt that Reggie is the father <laughs> and he's no. out of three mil, and his Glide. marriage is probably in shambles. Still out of three mil. Now the wife was all negotiating. We just had some shit. Like I don't know. Oh but oh I mean, I mean, he just was so out in the open with. Like he didn't really seem like he was that. Um. I mean, niggas just out here giving away three mil like it's a dollar. Like, it's just... My nigga. Loose change in the um, couch. It was like you just gave her... And my... Hold up. Abortions is like no more than $500. Like, the way these girls be out here talking, you just, you know, you roll up to the Planned Parenthood, you pay your five, and then you go. So, a whole three mil... Mm. My nigga, like, is that all it takes? Listen, I listen. <laughs> I'm finna roll up to somebody rich and let them know I'm pregnant, so I can get. I just give me a meal and I'll go away. Mm-hmm. Nigga, a meal, give me five thousand, I'll go away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pay my rent for a year. Okay. Right, right. So I can get my uh, generational wealth up. Honey, you talking about people coming to families who have businesses that insured slave ships. The right. same insurance that are around today insured slave ships. That's a long ass time. Exactly. 
Not to mention, when the New Deal passed, black people paid into the New Deal but were not allowed to collect benefits. They didn't start mm-hmm. getting um, Social Security and those other kinds of benefits until the 60s. All that shit was for white people. We're so far Don't behind. Don't forget. We're so Please far don't behind. forget. And it, it makes me wonder, like, who probably... Our children probably won't see the gap close. Like, their children mm-hmm. probably won't see the gap mm-hmm. That's how far behind we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Reggie just out here throwing away three mil over a baby. He probably not even here. <laughs> it no, ain't he here. The baby. <laughs> Wait, it ain't baby. Of four people. I was like, well, damn. And I just, can we just please destroy this narrative that white women are not gold diggers? Or out here to get y'all for y'all money. Get y'all for y'all money. I don't believe that white women mess with black men that, I believe there are two types of white white women. There are the white women that mess with the the the, ex, the extreme side of wealthy for black people, and then mm-hmm. there is the white girl that be in the Honda with the two dudes. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. Ain't no white people out here messing with no um, regular black men. I don't see it. And don't write me <laughs> telling me that you are one of them, because I don't care. <laughs> You're not going to mess up my theory. <laughs> you can't mess up my theory if I don't Mm-mm. read yours. Right. That's all I see, though. Like, okay, so I just found out that um, one of the SVPs that I have to work directly with. <clears throat> she's married to a black man. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I totally did not see that. Like, she's just so white that <laughs> I just never saw her. They were like, yeah, she's married to a black man. I'm like, I I don't see it. <laughs> like, where? Right. She's just so white. Like, nothing about her screams that she knows anything about black culture. Not any of mm-hmm. it. It doesn't scream mm-hmm. that she has black kids. Like I have never mm-hmm. seen her kids, but I feel like when I see them, they will be they will be on the white end of of biracial. Oh, I yeah, I just don't feel like she's she just don't know. And I feel like maybe her husband is like a Carlton Banks, not mm-hmm. like yeah. I, I, she's just that type of white lady. But Carlton's need love. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry. I know that, I know that is right. I'm making a juice run, honey. I'm, I'm thirsty. I ate all them chips. <laughs> I'm about to go to this big BK. Give me a sandwich. I'm going to feed Barack before I pick my baby up. She went to a birthday party today. She made that damn birthday party. Yeah. She was sick all week, honey, and she um, 
one morning, the night before she had gotten up, and so I was like, okay, I'll, you know, yeah, I'm going to go to school the next day. But when I got up and told her to get in the shower, so I, you know, so I could take her over to my sister, she was like, oh, I'm going to school. So she got through her day, and at the end of the day, the nurse called and said she's still at school. Aww. So I took her home and kept her out for the rest of the week. She only went to school one day last week. And um, she was like, I have to be better. I, I can't miss this birthday party. I cannot miss this birthday party. It was her BFF's birthday party. So I was like, okay. She's there. She's living it up. She's having a blast. She made it. I mean, she really legit was like, I have a birthday party to attend. I don't have time to be sick. Listen, I let Abe go to a birthday party last year or last weekend, and mm-hmm. it was big for me because I actually <laughs> dropped her off. Oh, <laughs> you know I'm that type of parent. I'm a helicopter parent, and so I don't. You don't go nowhere unless I'm there with you. And she went, and at first, like I was dragging my feet. I was like waiting to RSVP. I was hoping she would do something to where I could punish her, and she couldn't go. (laughs) But you know, so it was a it was a birthday party and a slumber party. So I was like, okay, listen, you can't go to the slumber party because I don't know them like that. I don't know them at all. But I'm gonna let you go to the birthday mm-hmm. party. So I we get there to the birthday party. Yeah, I thought I did good. We get there to the birthday party, and in this lady's face, I was like, "Listen, Avi, if you need me, you text me, you call me." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the lady was like, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go over to the jumpy thing, you know, that little, the trampoline places that they got now. Compliment. That's where they were. It's like a uh, sky zone." But it's called Cloud oh, Nine. Sky yes, Zone. it's called Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. Okay, yes, guys. On my- yeah. yeah, we went. To- so that's where they went. But the the party was at the house first, and so in this lady's face, I was like, "Avi, if you need me, you let me know. If you don't want me to leave, you let me know, cause I'll stay right here." Like, <laughs> I was not playing with these people. Like, I listen. Avi was like, "Bye, mama." Yes. She was like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all, and she's 11. It's, right. It's t- I have to let, I have to start giving her her space. But I'm just so nervous that I'm like, I, I don't trust these people. Like, I don't want to hurt nobody. I will hurt someone. <laughs> trust me, she knows your and that you got her back. Trust me, she knows this. She's not going to yeah. let you be in a position where you got to go to jail, so she's going to be the one to just <laughs> shut everything down. I feel it. I haven't even met yeah, her yet, but I feel it. I feel it. OMG. She's doing well. Like, I, I just need her to start speaking up for herself. Like, there was an incident in class where someone mm-hmm. said something to her, and she said something back to him, but she got in trouble, and the teacher was on some whole, like, um, it doesn't matter how people treat you, it matters how you treat them type shit. And I was like, oh, she didn't tell me until later. Right. And so when she told me, it was weeks later, and I'm like, girl, no. If he disrespects you, mm-hmm. you get in his ass. Like, And if she says something mm-hmm. to you, you let me know, and I'll get into her ass. Like, yep. no, we're not, mm-hmm. no. You're not going to have these white people talk to her any kind of way and then when she retaliates she gets in trouble for it. No, I'm not doing that. I refuse. Listen, it's not not the day that I'm here. Mm mm. Not gonna happen. I feel you. 
I feel you. I believe in that one right there because, yeah. um, you know, it's like with my little one, she can speak up for herself, but she's more of a, let's take a step back, guys. She's one of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Aiden, um, she, she'd rather say, well, she doesn't, it's not like, let's take a step. Because I asked her, I was like, why didn't you, like, why don't you stand up for yourself? Like, why don't you say anything? She's like, well, I mean, what would that do? Like, what would that prove? And I'm like, what you mean, what would that prove? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know she's a mental game and that's the thing I think that it, she's learning conflict resolution skills from a wide yeah. perspective yes and that's the part we don't want them like we want them to be able to go out there and kick ass but yes. I don't think that that is something we should be encouraging our children not in this climate because unfortunately they're the ones who are going to be suspended you see, I and it's, I feel like we're over a barrel now with that. In a way, I do. I really do. I just can't. Listen, I'm, if she gets suspended for it, then I'll go to the school board. <laughs> I just, like, I told her, like, you got to learn how to roast people. You don't have to put your hands on them, but you at least got to learn how to roast. Like, you can't see, just be having. in a black school, and right. unfortunately, that's going to be the and only she's not thing gonna she learn. Yeah, I know. Not to say it out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I'm from PG County. Fuck this shit. I'm from PG County. And goddamn, that's what you do all goddamn day. We Joan, okay? And right. I know what part of Maryland you're from, but where you Joan. <laughs> I know where you're from. And not everybody can keep up with, you know, the PC yeah. kids when it's growing. But, like, yeah, be, roasting is a black thing, and you do got to know how to roast. And that is, I mean, in black schools, I'm not going to lie, we're, we're, our kids are going to school and becoming educated. Yes. But <laughs> the aspect of it is centered around playing the dozens. And there, mm-hmm. I've cleaned that up. <laughs> the best is I'm going to clean it up. <laughs> I what I can. Okay. And that's okay. And y'all better not tell us if you don't agree. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I hope she. But it's, yeah, she got, she should the fuck out them white kids, though, so they know. Mm-hmm. Just roast the fuck out their ass. So they just, you know, because these kids, they don't be, because they for real, for, they think they know playing on the tip. But, you know, we make up shit on the fly. Right. <laughs> so. Right. They can't keep up. They can't. That's, so that's what AD needs to know. Stay forever late, my nigga. Like, forever yeah. late. That's what AD I know. She's going to have to start roasting there. You're right. She's going to roast there. It's real good. Watch mm-hmm. out. But look at this, bro. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, look at your shoes. <laughs> look at your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a new pair of shoes, man. Like, these are just fine. <laughs> I didn't have a hole in it yet, so why would I get a new pair of shoes? It doesn't make sense. Like, it looks like you, you know, hiking across the outback in those shoes, last year's shoes. <laughs> See, and that would just confuse the hell out of them. And she just she really needs to learn this. Like, I really, it's a, it's amazing. Like, you got to learn that. Just being black, that's like a part, that's a coping mechanism for us, you know? It's like. But it's also we, the passage. 
Right. Like that first time you got into a roast battle and you won, and like say you was get you was roasting against somebody who like could roast real good, so you was like already nervous because they roasted you maybe a couple times before. Right. Maybe they gave you that nickname that stuck. Back in third grade, so you finally get your your win in. Yes. Every day you was at home thinking of comebacks. Every (laughs) single day. You was rehearsing conversations in your head. (laughs) You was practicing in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she needs this. She needs it. And I can't I can't roast her because she's very sensitive. And so if I roast her, she's gonna feel some type of way. So I can't even teach her because uh, it's just so much. Oh my God. But I really I really need her to get it. Like girl. My little one, she was trying she was trying gentle on me. I, I, I hit her with a little flick something. I, I didn't roast her, but I mm-hmm. get her with a little bit of heat, you know, a little flame on her. And yeah. so, you know, just to let her know, she was like, how do you? I'm like, honey, I'm mommy, okay? Right. Mommy moves. And I've been doing it. I've already done this whole childhood thing. Like, I keep trying right. to show her. Like, right. I've already done this. Like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> like, you know, right. you're not impressing me. So she tried. And she just couldn't get it, and she was like, "You take me too well. I don't know how to do this." Like, and I was like, "Oh, nigga, you gotta keep trying and keep going." But right. that's just not her thing. But she's more of a shade thrower. Okay, and that that's and that's Abe too. She 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 does shade. She will shade the hell out of you. That's what she needs to do. She needs to develop that skill. That's yeah. her muscle. She's got to flex. But she shades you, and she doesn't even know she's shading you, and that's how good her shade is, that she doesn't even know she's shading you. Listen, you've got to to develop that in her to just start throwing shade. People start shutting them down so they sit in their head. Like, throw that kind of shade. Like, so that's that's what you're saying? You're going to say that answer? Right. That feels good to you? Yeah. I get tired. Do you feel like your first two material? Do you? Do you? And just walk away. You don't say shit. Right. You cold assassin. You're a cold blooded assassin. You quiet to yourself and just cold blooded. Just take them out. Yes. Take them off one by one. So that's what you got. They have to learn by stealth now because yeah, some kids you can let them you can let them loose and just roast. But some kids, they are too sensitive for that. So it's yeah. like you got to sit back and you got to study your opponent and you got to really figure out what makes them fit. And when you do, exactly. like, you know, you got to lean on, like, okay, you know his mother is like, got a hearing aid, so you know he's sensitive about that shit. Don't be afraid to figure out a way to feel safe about that. Right. Just And just, don't, just use don't that way and keep, just keep jabbing. Just keep jabbing. Take that one thing right, and just right. keep jabbing. You <laughs> have a question. So I just, you know, wanted to know, like, was just studying the ear. But, like, yeah, so what do you do if, you know, someone has um, a delayed cochlea? Like, what do you do? Like, mom's got cochlea implant. And just start saying it. Like, what do you do when it's delayed and it's deferred? It's like a raisin in the sun. Like, what do you do? 
a raisin in the sun, my nigga. They can't even know why because they know everybody going to know they sent them by their mother. Right. <laughs> yes, she gonna, she going to get it together. She's going to get it quickly because I'm not playing. She's going into sixth grade le- next no. year. I'm not, or this you year. You have my niece ready for sixth grade because that is middle school, right? Yep. Listen, better have my niece ready for middle school. Don't have her out here. It's oh, still a uh, mostly white people's school. <laughs> oh, she'll be all right. Yeah, she's going to be fine. <laughs> Listen, if she had a white school, tell her to say no to drugs. That's what you got to tell her. That's it. <laughs> That's what you're you're like, not. girl, you really, no, like, you stay don't. away from, black people don't do math, sis. <laughs> Like, this is not what we do. And right. I need you to say, hi, hello, and a. Like, it's don't knock on anybody with this. Don't know. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have mercy. Because that's what they do. Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right. Y'all speak y'all's truth. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> y'all going to be all right. <laughs> Oh, nigga. So, you got anything else or whatever? Um, I just want to say thank y'all for rocking with us. Like, y'all are really out here rocking with us. Like, y'all are getting our merch. Y'all are sharing the episodes and following us and just feedback. Y'all giving us so much of that. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. And it's Greatly appreciated. Looking forward to continuing to build with y'all and bring you what you need. You know, mm-hmm. and all that good shit. Okay. <laughs> so on that note, I have some Girl Scout cookies. Honey, honey. <laughs> I don't have no Girl Scout cookies. I got some OG. OG is that'll get you where you're going. And it did that. Uh, I couldn't mess with that Kardashian. It, it was doing nothing for me. I had to give that away. But um, mm-hmm. the OG is where it's at. Okay. And now, did you eat any more of your gummy bears? Your edibles? Yeah, I had um, a peach ring. I had to split that in three pieces, but it was good. <laughs> Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That was real oh. good. <laughs> I see all kinds of edibles, and I need to figure out how to get my interstate merchant purchase on without trafficking. I mean, you can, you people can mail it. My friend yeah. got a package. She did. She got a big old package, and it got to her with no problem. Hmm. Okay, I need to tell her to send you the information and send it to me. Well, it's her buddy, but I told her next time, like, when she go to put in an order, let me know, and I'll slide her some money so I can get me an order, too. Okay, yeah, I'll slide you a couple dollars and you send it to me. Don't try to pinch off my stuff, my nigga. I mean, 
if you don't see it, can you really tell that I pinched off of it? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you never saw it, was it really there? Think about the invisible it. Bullet, the invisible bullet, the ignorant bars. No one has mercy. That's the way you act in school. Invisible bullet. <laughs> I'll just listen. I just want y'all to really think on it. Like, if you never saw it, was it really there? Listen, see, that's why I gotta get. I gotta be an independent bitch. I gotta get my own snack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me sit here and chill out before I have to go get this child. I'm gonna put my radio on the way down the road. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat me a sandwich. I went to brunch today with my mentor. Oh, I'm so full. I had a blast. Oh, I like brunch. Brunch is good. I bought the unlimited mimosa, and I'm not sorry. You should never be sorry for drinking unlimited mimosa. Mimosas. Bottomless so is my funny. favorite word. Let me tell you something, because my her she went to visit a friend of hers. She got into a bad accident. She was in ICU. Yeah, it was bad. A car. The person in the other car, I think they passed. They the car, their car flipped over and landed on top of her car. They had to get her out with drugs and life, but she survived. So yeah. my mentor was like, "I need a drink," and I was like, "Sis." So she was like, "It's like noon." I was like, "Go ahead, you know." So what? And she was like, "Well, I was too early for a martini." I was like, "Girl, get you a damn martini. If that's what you want to do, right?" Get she was like, no, I don't need this. And I was like, come, 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 come. I said, child. So she was all like, I'll just order a bottle of San Pellegrino. And I love San Pellegrino because I'm bougie. And I yes, was like, it's okay. So good. Like, oh. But then I saw the bottomless and unlimited. They had unlimited Bloody Mary in the bottomless mm-hmm. mimosa. And I was like, give me bottomless yeah. all day, every day. Okay, do you want this bloody man? She was like, no, I'm getting a mimosa. So <laughs> I got the mimosa, and then she was like, you getting a mimosa? I said, absolutely. She was like, you going to get a drink anyway? I said, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to drink. And she said, I don't right. care what time it is. It's, it's brunch. Turn up. Like, stop. <laughs> right. I'm about to get these crab cakes and all that stuff. I'm about to get it cracking. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do it. And she was like, I'll get some hunky. We proceeded to drink, and we roasted the fuck out this white lady on her staff who was acting up. Oh, my God. We were talking about how big her head was, and we just roasted her and just drank mimosa and ate good and had a blast. That sounds lit. It sounds lit. (laughs) It was lit in its own little way because I haven't seen her in a while, and I love seeing her. I'm just, you know. Going to visit all my girlfriends, spending time and then brunching, and I smoked a little bit on my way up there. So I was, I'm going to smoke that. Like I just yeah, I felt my zen. You say you felt I zen. Think, <laughs> I think I felt my zen. It's just it's just cookies. It's just cookies. Aww. <laughs> it was a good day. That's all I'm saying. That's like, good. It was a good day, and my buzz was. All right. That's it. I'm done. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. 